We talk about WWE Fastlane, and um, this is Raw's last pay-per-view before they go into WrestleMania in the next four weeks or so. Um, it's one of those pay-per-views. I mean, the last time I did a review, it was for uh, a SmackDown pay-per-view, and I was incredibly excited because it was a great pay-per-view. But I knew not to get my hopes up too high for this one, and yeah, it didn't fail. Everything went essentially the way I expected it. A couple matches stood out. Damn, brother. Okay, start off on um, a middle note there. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with a good note, end off on a little mini rant. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Gallows and Anderson defended their tag titles against uh, Cass and Enzo. Um, it was all right. I thought it was a good match. Uh, the one thing that really stuck out that was interesting to me was that, one, WWE finally recognized the fact that Gallows and Anderson are only one of three tag teams to hold both the IWGP Tag Team Championship and the WWE Tag Team Championship. Before they just said it and and they never would say the names of the other guys. Um, I'm really impressed. They mentioned the Dudley Boys and the Steiners mm-hmm. are the only two other tag teams that have hold the New Japan's tag team title and WWE. So it makes those three, which is um, very monumental for them to actually recognize it. And for those who watched it, there's a little Easter egg that was in there that Anderson actually wore his Bullet Club um, tights for the match, which is crazy because he can't wear them technically because Bullet Club is owned and trademarked by New Japan. Mm-hmm. So he was like, whatever with this, I'm rocking my gear. So- Wait, well, could, could, that, could that have been an act of defiance or could that have been a foreshadow i think a little bit of both i think um vince wants to have the illusion to the bullet club Mm -hmm. but since since vince doesn't own the bullet club all vince did was acquire all the older members of the bullet club he wants to bank off their uh off their imagery without actually paying for the trademark so they have these shirts that say gallows and anderson but the design is still bullet club design Mm -hmm. so it's like vince taking these backdoor cuts calling it the club and it's like come on bro (laughs) if if i'm the owner of new japan i'm ready to fight you because you're you're saying it but jane's kind of like I think I mentioned before I think we had this conversation I was saying um it's like an NBA basketball owner saying I'm gonna name my team the Newton C's you like you're clearly stealing it from the Boston Celtics we call it the Newton C's you know it's like no. come on bro oh hey man you so- said that here on the geek down brought to you by Geico come on man please save a lot of my money on the car insurance no I, I feel you but honestly okay let's be real too Vince has enough money where it's just like he can use all that and just take the lawsuit like he's probably he's probably just playing it on the back at, at the end of the day he could but it's one of those sort of things like all he has to do is break off dude you pay a little little piece of the pie but hey listen man i'll break you off like 70 percent i take 30 off the merch sales purely because he'll get more viewership and he'll stack the money off the advertising because and i'm gonna get into that a little later the difference between a pro wrestling fan and a wwe fan because that plays big into what happens at the end of the pay-per-view right. but overall it was a great match um gals and anderson won and they took a shortcut but the shortcut was done so very well that it didn't cheapen it for them so they did cheap but it didn't cheapen it if you if you catch what I'm saying, because sometimes when you when a when a pro wrestler cheats out of a match mm-hmm. and they win, it cheapens the win, even though they cheat. So you could cheat, and a cheat can look the look can look very favorably in terms of their character. Yeah, you talking about Yokozuna tag when the ref is looking versus Finger Poker Doom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good 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 reference. Good reference. All right, Nia Jax went up against Sasha Banks. I mean, the one thing I was really impressed at Nia Jax looked really good. I mean, I've been complaining and I've been recognizing the fact that she's been improving her move set. I mean, because she's a big girl, she's been moving around. Um, um, but she's definitely greatly imp- improved the moveset. I mean, I've never seen a woman take another woman, throw her over the shoulders, and proceed to do squats with her. <laughs> on her shoulders, son! It was like, is she doing squats with another woman over her shoulders? It was bonkers. Yeah. Um, but it was well, really... She, she's no joke, though, man. She is no joke. I mean, she has like a good 120, 150 pound weight advantage on mm. on um, on Sasha Banks. And, and it's the, all leg, baby. It's, no, it really is, man. And um, Sasha rolled her up for the win. It was a little sloppy for the roll-up, but it's one of those it was a sloppy roll up but you kind of got to give her a pass because of the weight differential so 
was one of those. She did the best she could being a woman who weighs maybe like 100, 110 pounds soaking wet versus a woman who weighs probably about two, 220, you know what I mean? So it, it was it went as good as it could do, but I was just highly impressed with that. But that squ- her squatting with another human being over her shoulders, it was done very well. Unnecessary, though. It was so unnecessary, but it was funny. It was hilarious. All right, the um, cruiserweight match, um, Jack Gallagher went up against Neville. Um, these are two cruiserweights, and they just did very well. It was a flying all over the ring. It was very entertaining. Gallagher did a headstand twice on top of the turnbuckle, which was just funny. And it was just a nice little jockeying back and forth. Um, and it was, just, it was done very, very well. It was very entertaining, to say the least. Um, Bailey um, defended her belt against Charlotte. She kept her belt. Good for her. Well, there was a hold on. There, there was a there was a quick um, like I caught some of the interviews beforehand. Mm-hmm. There was like a big deal there um, where it was like uh, wouldn't somebody like what we, we called um, not not eliminated. Someone couldn't make that match, right? What for Charlotte or Bailey? Yeah. No, what it was was that um, Charlotte usually comes out to the ring with her valet, if you will, mm-hmm. or her protege, Dana Brooke. And Bailey called her and said, Well, if you really are woman up to fight me, what you would do is you'll tell, uh, you'll tell Dana Brooke to stay in the back. So Charlotte comes out and just looked at her and told her to get off my stage and just they just dismissed her. Oh, and Dana okay. Brooke went back and Charlotte came out and they fought and um it was a interesting win. I mean, Sasha Banks came out and interfered in a not in a dirty sort of way, but Charlotte rolled up Bailey, grabs her tights, and Sasha flagged her. She's holding her tights. And oh, snitch. She snitched. Snitching. She, she dry snitched on her. And she did. Um, ref was like, get off her tights. And of course, Charlotte gets up, screams at Sasha Banks. Bailey catch with the belly to belly. Finishing move. Pinder. Match is done. Um, eh, it was all right match. It, it, I think... The wrap-up of the match, the closing of the match was okay, but the match itself, they were flying all over the place, doing good spots. I mean, it was good. Okay, because um, the, title, the title's on the line. I'd like to think they're not half-assing it. There wasn't half-assing it. I think the finish was it was an okay finish. It was the best possible finish you could have uh-huh. um, in, in that sort of scenario what they was trying to build up. And it ended Sasha's, I mean, excuse me, Charlotte's streak of having of being undefeated in a pay-per-view. She They, they kept big it up. It's like, okay, this is her 16th fight at a pay-per-view. She's never been pinned and blah, 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 blah. She never lost at a pay-per-view until this one. And it's kind of weird that they wasted it right now. They could have done it at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. it's kind of weird they did it right now at this pay-per-view her to lose. She should have won this pay-per-view and lost at WrestleMania. I, I think it would have been a bigger pop for her character. Um, Sidetrack real quick. Owens and Goldberg. It was a match that lasted a little over 20 seconds. And Another Goldberg one? became champion. Oh, bullshit. So, and that... This is, this go ahead, say, say what you got to say. Go this is like a historical thing where it's like, it should be... Goldberg's the first dude to hold um a hold the... um uh, It's the W... It's, uh, uh, ah, damn it. The uh, WCW title. And mm-hmm. now um, the WWE title, right? Um, WWE Universal title, Universal correct? Title, yep, you. yep, yeah. he's the first one. Okay, okay. So a match of that ca- uh, uh, of that caliber, like this is this is this is some record breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. You telling me like one of those twenty second Brock Lesnar esque uh, uh, matches? It was worse. Than worse. Brock How was it worse? I mean, Brock Lesnar at least had some offense. Um, Owens had zero offense. Yeah. Um, Owens, Owens was starting off good, doing like the stalling tactic uh, before the bell rang, so he would go out and go out, walk around. Mm-hmm. Come back in, roll out, walk around. He did that for a good like five minutes. Okay, let's see where this is going. He steps into the ring. Um, Jericho's music hits. He looks, sees Jericho at the top of the apron because him and Jericho got this beef. Mm-hmm. Ref rings the bell. He turns around. Lesnar spears him. Jack Emerson wins the title in about 22 seconds or so. Goldberg, you mean? Yeah, that's exactly. Um, Goldberg, you mean? Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg got it. Dude, that's garbage. Um, okay, okay, how long did he have the title? Um, he, oh, um, oh, my God. You talk about Owens? Yeah. Man, he has since August. Yo. Mm-hmm. 
So that face right there is where I want to where I want to segment it to. <laughs> okay. They used to say, "Yeah, your your pro wrestling fans are livid. They are angry. They are frustrated." I mean, I got a little group. Folks are mad on the group. What the hell is it? Blah, blah. I knew this was gonna happen. Blah blah. And this is the answer that I got. I'm not as mad because I knew this was gonna happen. And it's not because I it's not because I like the way it was booked. It's not because I understand why they booked it. But it is. I kind of understand it. Mm-hmm. WWE booked it for their fans not for pro wrestling fans the way these matches are booked they're booked for WWE fans mm. so if you are a WWE fan you're bought into Goldberg you're bought into him as a character you're bought into him um, in his imagery you're bought into you're bought into certain characters you bought into that story mm. you're not bought into pro wrestling so you're so trapped into this to this angle, you're not looking at the ramifications because you, my friend, as a pro wrestling fan, you're able to understand and see how this does not make sense for someone like Kevin Owens who carried his belt since August, but yet he's going to go into the biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, and not have his title. But rather, Goldberg, who's a part-timer and 50 years old who can't wrestle for more than, for more than a couple of minutes, because that's really what it comes down to. He gets two bad knees. So you got a guy who's a part-timer with two bad knees, Gonna, he's gonna hold on to this belt for four weeks and not show up until WrestleMania. You got Lesnar. You got Lesnar, who's another part timer who's not gonna show up for four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got these part timers who are headlining your pay per view. For pro wrestling fans, that's asinine is insulting because you have a whole roster of guys who you're like, yo, give these guys a chance. Yeah. They have talent. They have the ability. But if you're a WWE fan, you just care about the spotlight and the glitch. You like the Goldberg chant. You like mm-hmm. the you like the smoke. You like the the visual effect of it. But you're not you're not really bought into the wrestlers in their careers you haven't followed them so for me my for me as a pro wrestling fan i'm looking at it as i remember owens he was kevin steen when he was wrestling in freaking middle school gyms he made it onto wwe they told him that he was that he was gonna make it and he made it and he pushed through and he's doing a great job but next thing you know it's done and his start his push just got ended and it's just one of those sort of things where um where um out of nowhere you're like what happened to this guy and now it just stopped and at the at the same time, I was like, okay, you got Goldberg, and congratulations for all you WWE fans. It's a great deal. Goldberg looked great. Ron, Ron, Roman Reigns looked great. All your WWE guys look great. Mm-hmm. But for all these other pro rest, these guys who extend beyond WWE, who have fan bases outside of WWE, are being pushed to the side. And AJ Styles too. He's another one. Held the WWE title for a year. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go into WrestleMania with it. And it's just like, I'm not mad because I knew it was going to happen. Man, okay, that's that's honestly, I think when the whole thing of more presentation and let's be real politics comes yeah. into it, than actual wrestling itself, I understand. Yeah. And we've had for a long time just to swallow that there's a big difference between uh, standard professional sports and professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the very least, I I, I would hope mm-hmm. that they that they'd have uh, some level of um, I guess of, of purity mm-hmm. of the wrestling maintained, just with that understanding of it's like, yo, we're meeting you halfway. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, it, it does it come down to there's more money to be made uh, from pulling like BS like this? Because I was looking forward to Goldberg matches. Granted, I don't have the P at the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the PPV PPV mm-hmm. setup like you do. Mm-hmm. But yo, I get the news afterwards. And I'm just like, yo, I want to I want to see a solid match. I check the highlights. Mm-hmm. When those highlights are less than 20 seconds, <laughs> pretty much. You, it, it, there was a gift of the match, bro. Legit gift of the match. <laughs> yeah, like said, so like a whole gift of this. The, the whole match is wrapped up in the gift. I think it's um I think it is money and I think it's consistency mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if I know that I'm gearing my product towards um towards kids who are gonna watch it, who will go buy the shirts, mom's gonna spend her check and get the kid to come to the show and 
you don't have to worry about the kid compared to anything else. I mean, from time to time, you'll hear me on the show compare WWE pay-per-views to New Japan. And I'll say, without a doubt, New Japan has a better product. You won't hear a WWE fan ever say that. They'll just say, I love WWE, and that's all I watch. I watch John Cena. I watch Roman Reigns. I watch Brock Lesnar. I watch these guys. And I'm like, well, those guys aren't the best guys. You'll find better guys in Ring of Honor. That's how you got Kevin Owens, because he came out of Ring of Honor. That's how you got Seth Rollins, because he came out of Ring of Honor. I don't want to talk about all that stuff before. I just want to talk about him right now in WWE, as if everyone else doesn't matter. And I think that's where Vince realized uh, that his goal is to build up his own WWE base not to go after pro wrestling fans, but to go after WWE fans who are tied into the product, not pro wrestling. And it's unfortunate, but there you go. Thank thank you, Jay, for that. And I'll remind all listeners, uh, you can still sign up for Bodog Fight. It's out there. Uh, <laughs> right. Bump fights to the middle of the square. <laughs> All right. Now, Jay, thank you very much. That was a breakdown of WWE Fastlane 